Hello and welcome to the Three Amigos FBL show ahead of Game Week 37. I'm the Marple Curse, Don, and I'm joined as always by my amigo Mars and my amiga Kylie. Uh, welcome to our penultimate uh, podcast of the season, folks. Um, how are you doing? Don, I'm Night Mars. Night of, dark of the Night Mars, please, from now on, moving forward. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> dark of the Night? What is I don't know, Night of the Dark, whatever it is, you know, whatever. The best person in... <laughs> I don't know. Apparently, the Ira n- won or something. The, like n- that. the night, something the night king, Mersey. Yeah. I think, the yeah, king. I was trying didn't to he, grapple didn't with. Didn't he get stabbed? It... Didn't he get stabbed? He did. Yeah. Then I'm he not did. him. Then I'm not him. <laughs> 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 no, you're still around and kicking. Um, yeah. yeah um, he, ne- he didn't have a, sme- a speaking part, by the way, Mersey. He never said a word, so he definitely wouldn't be. That here. would totally <laughs> be a bad casting decision. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, I had a good, uh, I, I was happy. Uh, 94 points, uh, took a minus four, so 90 if you really want to be very specific. We do. Uh, no, I'm not, yeah, it's yeah. 94 for me. When I look at the result, um, it's funny because I was listening to the Planet Boys and James said, yeah, I got into the 100 uh, club. He's, uh, so he's like, how, how much you got? 102 minus four, but it's 102. When I look at it, it's 102, so that counts and I agree with him. It counts. It doesn't count. <laughs> it, it totally depends on your perspective. <laughs> exactly. It's taken off your total, so why should I not count it already? So it's already taken off my total, of my total points of this, the whole season. They take away minus four, so my game week score is, for me, 94. Anyway, uh, yeah, I was happy. Listen, what I, I said to you guys from the beginning, my, the easiest decision for me was I'm doubling up on Liverpool, and I'm going with one of them as captain, and I started to go with Salah as captain. That way I covered any triple captain, and I thought, okay, if somebody triple caps in Mane, highly likely they won't have Salah either, so I'll just have both. Um, and actually it worked out, you know, there's some fantastic scores over the 100, 120, 130. But I think if mm. I didn't have both, I would have even mm. be further behind. So I'm happy. Yeah. 94, Liverpool boys delivered. Not it, much it, was, it was funny because it was um, this game week is 36 has been marked out for the triple captainship for a long, long time. And, you know, people looking at Huddersfield, Salah, it looked like the pick of the single game week uh, fixtures. Um, and even if they didn't have Salah, then Mane would have been a decent uh, triple captain show as well. But um, it's it's fitting that it did actually work this time. Oftentimes, these things that we look at in the distance, they, they rarely actually work. So um, so well done to people who did have the triple captain and even captained on, on one of those Liverpool boys. Um, I was on Mane. Um, I had a disappointing 83 points um, at a game. And another another disappointing week to be honest with you. I'm kind of sipping. I'm almost at 30k now. So, uh, but and the main thing I'm, at that moment, my focus is definitely Liverpool. And I, I've kind of at that. I, and I know that sounds like a a bit of a daft one, but at the moment I'm just basically picking my team and letting it run for the weekend. All I'm looking at is them two matches: the Liverpool match and the Man City match. But um, tell me, Kylie, how about you in game of 36? Um, how'd you get on? Uh, I ended on 76 points, which you know ordinarily would be a, a decent score, but there were some flying results this mm. week. Um, I mean, uh, usually with two points, uh, sorry, 36 points from two players, uh, Trent and and Captain Mane, you would be delighted. But the scores, red were arrows. Some, yeah, massive red arrows. And do you know what? 
people took a gamble there and it really, really paid off. So fair play to them. Um, I, I didn't have Salah and I didn't have Robbo, who I've had for about 95% of the season. But I'm I'm just really glad that Trent played. Um, so, it, you know, it wasn't a great week. But to be honest, I, I've sort of had a bad run and um, I'm not over-stressing it. I did bench a fair amount of points. But mm, it was so kind of similar. I, well, I did bench. I benched Valerie. I actually was alternating between Valerie and Doherty right up to the deadline, um, and likewise with Jota and Gray because I felt that Watford would score, and I and Wolves haven't been as great um, away from home and or against you know uh, teams outside of the top six. So I wasn't sure I wanted to be playing three of them in that week. Um, mm. And so I just kind of mixed it around. I don't mind so much about Jota, even though he was the higher one, because both Jimenez and Gray scored. So it, it was one of those ones where the people who didn't get me points were not ones I would have benched in favour of them. So I can kind of live with them. Yeah, so, the, so you, you, you weren't taking yourself points, over them, yeah. Yeah. Like most weeks I'd be happy because I, I sold um, Firmino last minute because as I was trying to look at the team news, trying to get a feel and trying to figure out what's mm. going to happen. And um, I ended up, I brought deal. in Vardy for Firmino, lovely straight transfer. And normally most game weeks, if you're delighted with that, you'd be going, yeah, lovely. That's a lovely bonus there because, um, you know, just to go the Vardy shout, but it just, it, without all them massive scores, I only had really Mane and Robertson um, that did Anton Silva, which I thought Bernardo Silva's assist was going to stick, which I don't actually know because I haven't been on Twitter avoiding Game of Thrones news on uh, after the game. But it because um, you know before we watched the episode, I didn't want to get any spoilers. But yeah, um, yeah no, I thought it could have been a bit better. But you know what? Move on to the last two game weeks, um, and we'll, we'll see how we go there, um, folks. I know that we were normally we do kind of go through through um, a good few of the kind of big topics of the week, but they're pretty much all covered in our listener questions. So we're just going to kick straight into them. I have them kind of bunched because we got so many in. I have them bunched into by topics. So um, I think, first of all, the topic that people, the team that people are all talking about is United, of course. Um, with those two fixtures in their final two fixtures, look as good as you're really going to get in um, in the Premier League. But of course, Man United at the moment don't look anything too phenomenal. Um, the thoughts basically is mainly United's attacking assets. Um, Mike Jeske was wondering if they're more or less useless than the seagull in, on, with, in, the, in the London transport camera photo, which he um, tweeted out to us on Three Amigos FBL. Uh, Dave from Burnley was actually asking about the, whether or not a triple captain for Sanchez um, against Huddersfield has any merit. Uh, Marzi, I think, will have something to say about that one. Um, Jamie Dodd was looking at, of course, the Huddersfield fixture is great, but are United really that bad? And wondering about Pogba being essential or not. We did kind of cover that one last week. Um, um, and I don't think that the game with 36 fixture Drunk really changed our mind on that one. Drunken What's camel that? said it all. The drunken yeah, camel. Yeah. That's yeah. it. That's it. <laughs> um, the of course Huddersfield are bottom of the home table. They've um, thirty conceded and only nine scored um, at home this season. They're pretty much playing their championship players. I think the manager 
manager has made a decision he wants to kind of play the players who's going to be with him next season um, but um, Owen actually was Silverback 983 was wondering about United being trusted and he specifically wants to speak about Lukaku um, so come to you first Kylie um, what's your thinking on United for these two last fixtures what's your own plans and um, I guess Pogba and Rashford are the two names that probably we're all thinking of with a few, of course, looking at maybe Shaw on defence or um, or Lukaku as a as a richer as a richer alternative up top. Um, okay, well, I definitely wouldn't touch United defence for anything at the moment. I have been burnt uh, by Ashley Young, who still leaves me sort of in disgust. But also, look, let's be honest, David de Gea needs a holiday. If anyone ever did, it's it's looking a bit rough there. So I I wouldn't go near them defensively, regardless of the opposition. We know that is a super combination of fixtures, but I still, I'm very underwhelmed. I completely understand why people are keen to jump on United because there's almost any team with those kind of fixtures, we would be looking at them. And particularly a team that should be providing plenty of sources of points. I'm actually likely to swerve them, certainly for this week. I think I'd need to see how they play and then I might decide that I want to take a spin with one of them for the last game week. But as it stands, I'm just still really unconvinced. Um, Pogba hasn't shown anything to suggest for me that he's a worthwhile pick. He plays and, and that's kind of about it. Um, Sanchez feels a step too risky. <laughs> Martial Even just playing doesn't time. seem to care. Um, Rashford, the, the issue with Rashford is still one and the same, and it's positional. Um, Lukaku, you know, Lukaku, if fit and firing and uh, you have the money as a punt, may not be the worst one. I think he's probably maybe a better option. But I I just think that there are other ways that, that I would go. Now, um, if you have no fires to put out and no other areas that you're interested in and you want to take a punt, as I said, I can see why you would. I would just find it really difficult to choose who would be worthwhile for that yeah, punt. I don't feel any um, conviction. Myself. I think I think it really I think it depends on your situation. Yeah. Um, look, we're talking about United here. <clears throat> United potentially also chasing still fourth place. So if we forget for, for a minute, if we forget about let's be honest, Mas, they're chasing seventh. Well, they're all chasing seventh place. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. I, I want them to finish as low as possible, which is six is the lowest. I think. Uh, actually, I don't know. Part of me wants them to be embarrassed in the Champions League. But, and part of me wants to see them struggle in Europa. Whatever it is, it's going to be a high of a job for them to, 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 to get back to what they used to be. So I'm going to enjoy it. But anyway, talking about fantasy football and just looking at United. United are playing Huddersfield and Cardiff. This should not even be a discussion. The reason we're discussing it is because of their form. I think if you, forget, if you look at the way they played against Chelsea, I don't think they were that bad, personally. And it was a, it was a big game. Um, I think it's going... To depend, I, I, read, I, I need to check what. It's going to depend on other fixtures. So, for example, if um, 
Now, Spurs are losing, right? And I don't know if the game's finished, and I think they lost. Now, I, Spurs are in a really big dilemma. What do they do against Bournemouth? Do they put their full team because they want to secure that third spot? Or do they rely on others dropping points? Because if they go with a weaker team and they lose, United could smell blood and go, right, we need to win those two games. It's the same with Arsenal, same with, with Chelsea. They still have the Europa to focus on. United could actually still capitalise on these guys being busy in Europe. So I think I can see why people are asking the question. And I think then it really depends, like you, you said, Kylie, if there's no other fires or if you're chasing a mini-league and everybody has Liverpool and City because they're focused on it, I don't think there's anything wrong with going for a United player. Now, as you said, it depends who. We, so right now, I think you do nothing until Friday anyway. Um, because right now we've still got Europa, we've got Champions League, Injuries, we're not sure. So there's rumours that Lukaku's done his hamstring. There's rumours that Rashford's still injured. Uh, so I think um, uh, Ole, Ole has come out and said Rashford is is a doubt. Or we're not sure. I haven't seen anything concrete on Lukaku. So that leaves Pogba as the prime prospect. And he's really nice, nicely priced as well for, for Son. If you want to replace Son or Eriksen or, or you still have KDB in your team. The other options that you look at. So if... if Rashford or Lukaku, one of them is fit or not, then the other one will be playing up front because they have no other options. There's a problem with Martial. I don't know if you saw the video in him in training. He was just standing there and apparently Ole went yeah. mad at him and he didn't even come on. They needed to score. Now they could potentially make up and we need to listen to what Ole says in the presses because Ole comes across as he, he says what he thinks. So if he says... Yeah, no, it's fine. We've sorted it out. Because sometimes that happens and then he'll be geared up. He Martial also doesn't can... come across as super grudgy. You know, no, like Mourinho holds well, the grudge. Honest, to be honest, they can't afford to be grudgy. He's one of their best players no. when he's on form. And he can be a But he definitely punch. seems to be an attitude issue there. They're, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, so I agree with you about the defence in, in general, but they are playing Huddersfield on Cardiff. So again, if you have, uh, I don't know, no I, I, I wouldn't go defence. No disrespect. Yeah, I wouldn't go defence. Now, let's answer the Sanchez. I did ask Dave what he's smoking because I need it. I need it for the Barca game. I need it for Saturday when we play Newcastle and when City on Monday when City play and next week because I think this, this is a pivotal week. So whatever Dave is smoking or eating or drinking, I want some of it to considering triple captain Sanchez <laughs> or, or, or bringing him in. I honestly think He's absolutely done. I would rather, if I was a United fan, to see Mason Greenwood given a shot because he'll be there next season if, they, if Lukaku and Rashford are both injured. Now, if it's confirmed that they're both injured and we think Sanchez is going to play, I mean, the guy has pedigree, but unfortunately, there's absolutely no form. So it's the punt of all punts. Yeah, and that, 100%. That's where I stand on it. Yeah, no, good answer. I think, uh, I think you're right. On, on all accounts with, with United I, I'm, Pogba is a possibility for me but I am um, just based on the fixtures but I think Martial is specifically probably one of those players that um, that um, Ole was talking about when he's talking about players that will be there and won't be there for the success that he uh, allegedly is going to bring to United but yeah. um, but let's let's move let's can we move on to Spurs because um, another bunch of basically questions we got playing on Spurs assets um, those with two of Saison, um, Ericsson or Mora, that's what kind of is the basis of them all. 
um, is sell one and for who. Some people, of course, just have the one. They just might have San, say, and they're looking at well, is maybe a United option or a City option. Um, or even um, in other cases to downgrade to other teams. Um, but uh, Prashant Tuari was talking about he has um, Yota, Sterling, San, Moura and Mane. He's uh, saying money is no object. Um, basically wondering about which, um, which, who would you sell and, um, and would you actually move one of them on. Morpheus Fire was talking about Sant Pogba, which is the move that I'm half considering. Um, FBL Simon432 was wondering Sant worth keeping, Gayata, Milosevic and Babel in the thoughts. Now I'm definitely Babel. I would love to have in for the, for the final couple of game weeks, just as a bit of a, an ex Liverpool punt. And he's definitely the man on form in the Premier League at the moment. Um, Adrian was wondering about Salah. He has Salah, Mane, Son, Yota, and um, James Ward Prowse. Sell Son for Sterling for a minus four, four or Pogba alternatively. Um, and FBL Cartel was talking about Son to Sterling worth it for a hit. Um, in fact, he mightn't have to take a hit for it. I think he does actually have to take a hit for it. But um, Marzi, what do you think on Son? Give you the first um, dibs on this Son and Spurs, yeah, it's guys. A, it's, it's an interesting one. I think if you have two of them, you can afford to let go of one. Because listen, um, it, it, the game's finished, I think. Yeah, it must, must be by now. And they've lost 1-0 at home. They have to go all out. And I'm just looking at the, prem- at the, premiership, uh, the Premier League table. They are four points clear of fifth. They can afford to lose one game. And just gamble that they will beat Everton last home game of the season at, at Spurs. It's a huge gamble because can you imagine? That is Spurs. a gamble because um, Everton's form. They, is, they are. Is, they mm. are. But the thing is, well, so well, I mean, again, these are professional players. Can they do uh, Saturday, Tuesday, Sunday, Wednesday? Yes, they can. So, but we know that he has rested. He's he's even rested um, Kane b- before they played Barca last time round. So I think. Uh, Son, Son didn't play today, so maybe he will play on the weekend. Uh, I can see maybe like Ericsson. So I've got to. I'm definitely getting rid of Ericsson this game week. I, I have considered getting rid of both and bringing, for example, like uh, Sterling and Jota because Wolves are playing Fulham, for example. I think I'll stick with one and sell one. And the, it's really important if, if you have two or if you have one because maybe you still want, you know, Bournemouth at home. Bournemouth probably play attacking. They have nothing to lose. So they, it might be open. There might be some goals for them. I I don't, honestly, I think Tottenham will play. They will keep it tight. They, they're not going to give it their all because their their minds naturally will be on a place in the final of the Champions League and they need to come back from 1-0 down. And not can, getting injured. And not getting injured, mm. exactly. So it's a, it's, it's, it's a big risk they take because after the, they play first at 12.30 before they know any of the other results. So they have to take a gamble. Uh, like I said, that they, the other teams still continue to drop points, but Chelsea playing Watford, Arsenal playing Tottenham. Uh, sorry, Arsenal playing uh, Brighton. And United are away at Huddersfield. I expect all three to win, but then there's always surprises, right? Um, yeah. But yeah, I would say Ericsson, the one probably high likely to be rotated. Son, I would imagine because he's fresh, he might play. He's just he's, he's like a Jerusalem bunny, he plays everywhere. So if you have both of them, you can sell one. If not, you can still sell one. And you know, some to talk about. I mean, again, we just they play in Huddersfield and Cardiff. There's nothing wrong with it, and probably not not for a hit. Uh, and if you go for a City player, again, City are going for a title. I mean. Son Sterling, who's going to do better? I'll, I'll probably bet my money on Sterling, unfortunately. At home yeah, no. to, to Leicester. Definitely. And I think, they, as you said, I think the Spurs, the issue I have with Spurs and the reason I, as much as I love owning Son, um, 
you can totally see them having their eye off taking off the ball. They're fair, they've been fairly solidly there in third spot. Um, and I think they will be fine with, you know, they, they will be strong enough to stay, um, to stay in that top four. Um, and where they might regard themselves as being, um, and, and Cass Kiley mentioned there, the injury concern is a big one. Um, you always do see players kind of pulling out and pulling out of the, of challenges and stuff like that. And I can see Bournemouth are a good enough team that you can see them definitely scoring on Spurs and, you know, potentially having an upset there. Um, so I, 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 I am definitely thinking of moving away from Son. Um, what were you, what's your thinking on it, Kylie? What's your thoughts? Um, I completely agree. I mean, I had, like Mazzy, I had um, Ericsson and Son. I got rid of Ericsson last week for Sterling. Um, and I thought it was a somewhat risky move in that Ericsson had the potential to do well uh, against West Ham, but my feeling was, regardless of the fact that Sterling didn't actually deliver points there, that um, he had the, the higher ceiling, and there was some concern, given that Ericsson, I mean, you could play it one way or the other, Ericsson can play every game, and so he has, or he's played so many games, and surely he's due a rest, and we never quite know which side of the line it will fall with um, with these managers. But his ceiling is is uh, not as high as I would perceive Sons to be. And I think if you have the two of them, he is the one that I would be getting rid of to spend that money elsewhere. If you only have the one, I think that there is absolutely a case for looking elsewhere, given that we do believe that their eyes will be not completely on that game. We don't know whether there's rotation we wouldn't be surprised if there was, I guess. So we really don't know what we're expecting there. There are alternative options, whether you're interested in United or interested in some, you know, going up to a Sterling or, or going down to a Babel or, you know, an alternative, a differential. Um, I think it really depends on whether you are chasing or whether you're leading. And we kind of say this several times, but at the close of the season, it's kind of never more the case. In some ways, it's a riskier option to move him because we know what he's capable of. But I think it is one that could also be rewarded. Mm. I won't be moving him, but yeah, that's because I would be doing it for a hit and I don't see the point. Another like option if if people didn't want to go up to Sterling if they had to do a hit is Bernardo Silva looks pretty much nailed on all the time every week and he's returned well I know he had the he had my ghost assist um, last game week but he's he's been returning very well for his price point yes, and Sané looks like he's getting options. more minutes. There's lots yeah, of options. Yeah, we talked about it last week. We it, talked about a few. I, yeah. Mm. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I think it's uh, it is Spurs are a bit of a risky one, but um, they definitely have the uh, have the potential to reward people who do stick with them. Um, but yeah, we 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 agree. A double up is probably a bit too much in midfield at this point of the season. Um, the Morpheus for now. We've actually a lot of um kind of questions that are that are non non Spurs and non um United related. But um, and I want to actually we'll get back to City because a lot of people are asking about City as well but I want to go through a good few uh, um, a few two odd questions now first Morpheus Fire was talking about Kylie this is the one we've been dying to ask you um, would Kylie quit coffee for Very a year awful. for for Liverpool to win the Champions League and Premier League I think, I think we should make the Marple curse and Mars 
we should leave this one to the end, no? Otherwise, we might have to stop the recording right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, but... Um, if, Sorry, my sound's like, gone bad. I can't hear yeah, any questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah her, um, Paul, Paul, Paul is a Liverpool fan as well, so um, this is a question. Would you yes, give up yes. coffee for a year, Kylie, um, to make all of us very, very happy? Kylie, before um, you answer, so, well, just, let, let me just, Kylie, before you answer, if, if, if there was a choice right now, I won't even give you the choice. I'll block any coffee. I'll block any coffee. I'm aware. You sabotage me. I would. Um, I and would. would. And then, and then, listen, I would pay for the rest of your life coffee supply. Between me, Don and Paul, we'll just cover you for life. Yeah. <laughs> I love how uh, basically Mars has implied that he'll find other addictive substances for me to move on to <laughs> as an alternative to coffee. Thanks for that. Meanwhile, Paul's in an even more conflicted position because obviously he wants them to win, but also he's the person that lives with me, so he is aware of how scary oh, I am. Oh, you'd be a I'm lunatic, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's actually quite dangerous we'll situation. We'll come and babysit a day each, no, no problem. <laughs> yeah, you have any straight jackets handy? No, I thought it was a great question. I thought it was a great question. It is, yeah. It was. Um, yeah. The Morphe has actually had uh, had a bit of a serious question, and you know, he was basically talking about three five two for game week thirty seven and thirty eight, and he's wondering about replacing Vardy and Camarasa with Pogba and Long, uh, given the Man United and Southampton fixtures. Kylie, I'll come to you on it, but um, is it a quick? I I give it a no for me. To be honest with you, because I wouldn't bring Vardy out the way he's playing. No, I know they've got good fixtures. Uh, I like three five two. I'm I'm moving in that direction, but not. I would not be doing it for uh, a Vardy move out. He's on such great form, and I can see him scoring in these remaining fixtures. So, oh, I, he's going to score a hat trick on Monday. Definitely, hundred percent. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm actually well, going to captain Verdi on Monday. Yeah, he's yes, he's stop. bold. He's he's definitely the bold one pick. Um, the uh, Josh Woolbridge, um, Marzi was asking about the best defensive replacements for Brighton defenders. So around about the same price. Um, I'll quickly give my thoughts actually, if you don't mind, Mars. Um, the, did he list who he's got already or not? Uh, no, I don't think he did. But um, okay. I I would let's let's guess on um like Duffy. Duffy, um, perhaps Ryan and Dunk, like he could have two of those three, I would imagine. Mm. Um, I had Ryan and Duffy. I'm going to get rid, I think, of both of them. Um, my plan is basically to, because I was playing bench boost, I had a stronger than normal kind of fifth defender. So my idea is basically upgrade one of the defensive positions and just basically get a complete scrub in for that fifth defender spot. Um, it frees up a little bit of money for these last two game weeks um, to get a kind of better player in. I'm thinking defensively, I might even go with Allison um, as an upgrade on Ryan. But um, what do you think, Mars? If you have the two defenders, you had the Dunk Duffy combo. I have Dunk Duffy, yes. Yeah. I have Dunk mm-hmm. Duffy. I'm What's your thoughts? Them. I'm benching them this coming week. So I'm playing 3 4 3 at the moment. Could go 3 5 2. Uh, mm. I mean, it depends who you have. To be honest, with Dunk and Duffy, you've got, you've got Wolves, Southampton. In that in that range, um, uh, Everton, um, you know, especially if you in your want to show, go. maybe shows five. So it depends. Like you said, I mean, stop I'm, I'm, telling I'm, people yeah. to get United defense. But they are playing Huddersfield and Cardiff at home. Mm. I mean, they can still, you know, and they got everything to play for. They, they do. Um, but you they know, have had everything you, to play for. Even if you think outside the box for a bit, West Ham, 
playing Southampton at home. I mean, Southampton are safe now. West Ham are at home. They just had a good game. Um, there's yeah, th- there are a few options, but I like what you just said. So basically, you could go Duffy and Dunk, and go to a five point something defender and go three point eight the other uh, the other defender. Mm. You see what I mean? So and and just put the fifth one. You don't need. The fifth defender you don't need. You don't need the fifth defender. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. But if you don't have Wolves defenders, you've got plenty in that range. Johnny Bennett, um, Bolly, they're all in that range. Uh, West Ham have few defenders. Um, I wouldn't really go Bournemouth. I'm just looking quickly at the team's fixtures. Yeah, I think. I mean, you've got. You know, it's it's got to be Wolves. Um, I I think Everton. Everton have good good fixtures, and if there's if they have a if you can reach to their defenders, then I'll definitely do that as well. Mm, nice one. Um, I'll stick with you on this one, Mars. Um, FPL Wolf was wondering about tips on catching up twenty points in mini leagues. Um, so, um, what, what's your advice for Wolf? Yeah, so I'm I'm trying to catch a, a twenty-five, thirty point to get back in the money. Uh, for the for, this could be my first season out of the money, which is you know I was the winner last year, so I can give them a, a breather. So I, I saw that question. I thought quite interesting for people with mini league. I think this is the time where you need to really look at the person that is in front of you or behind you, and you need to block or or, or and and then go with with a punt that they don't have. Um, so you really need to start. This is the time where you just look at their team and go right. How much money they've got. What do they need to do? They're going to have to take a hit if they bring that person. Let's say I don't have Sterling, right? And they uh, they might not have them. Can they afford? Would, would they be thinking to get Sterling, or would they be looking somewhere else? You've got to look for pe- for people that you think will go explosive that they don't have, and go for it, and just hope for the best. Mm-hmm. But it has to be players that are different. You want the main players. You would hope right now most teams have got the big players are very similar, with one or two differences, and you need to find that difference. It could be that Pogba or that Sterling, if they already have three somehow, you know, if they've mm. got Aguero, Silva, Laporte, and they can't get to Silva, uh, to Sterling, go and get him. Um, look at their team and see, because most people probably will take a minus, some people will take a minus four, but you need to kind of try and predict what they do and go for it. Yeah, try to think what they would yeah, do and, and, and yeah. See, I, I guess I would also just say, sometimes you, you need to take some risks, so I would do that, but you just need to bear in mind that when you play the game of FPL, you win or you cry. Marty <laughs> yeah. won't get that reference at all. No, he won't. <laughs> <laughs> of course I did. I, I used it last week. What's it was such mean? an awkward laugh from you there, Mas. <laughs> oh, no, I was expecting something. You know, the, the big, dark, big what was it, the dark night or something? <laughs> that was, yeah. well, I think it applies. It absolutely applies. You win or you cry, and that is how this isn't game goes. Isn't it you goes. win or you die? Isn't it, isn't it you win or you yeah, die or something like that? But it's yeah, been... when you play the Game of Thrones, you win or you die. Yeah. Well, I don't I... think anybody dies in this, but, you know, in FPL, not. you definitely win or you cry. Yeah. yeah. Not, not today, sure. not today, Kylie, not today. Not today. Um, I would say, the, the, the last thing I would say is, is just go for it, because it's win or bust, right? So the worst thing that can happen is the person behind the catch you. But to be honest, do you care? It's, it's like when you want to... When you want nil down, you need to to go for an equaliser. It doesn't really matter if you lose two nil. You need that one goal, so you go for it. So yeah, think think like that. Yeah. You're a good man, Marcy. You're a good man, yeah, very good. good man, you know Marcy. nothing, Donald. Don't, don't <laughs> uh, FBL Italia Kylie was wondering about him playing bench boost. Wondering about the 38. Of course, 38 has always been um, whether it's rumor or it's bare borne out in fact. 
is um is usually full of loads of goals. So um would it be a bad one to play your bench boost on thirty eight with um with those kind of budget defenders probably conceding? Um what's your thinking? Yeah, my concern about thirty eight is also that you rotation sort of as well. Rotation, yeah. And and we do I know this year is slightly different in that um we have races at, at either end of the table that are still alive. Right, so we, we could see some of these coming down to the final game and therefore certain teams needing to play full strength. But historically, we have also seen uh, more rotation than we might otherwise with young players getting a chance and so on. So I, I would be worried from that context. I think it's worrying for your cheap defenders because, yes, we have, from my own memories anyway, seen a lot more goals. Um, I think... For stability, maybe 37. Like, it totally depends on who you have in your team, right? If you are someone who has quite a bit of Southampton um, in your team, you know, they have a, they do have decent fixtures coming up. So, you know, um, arguably 38 does look better there because I think they've got Huddersfield at home in that last match versus West Ham in 37. Um, mm. All I would say is maybe look at the team that you have and factor in the changes that you could make for this week or 38 and decide what looks like it has the highest ceiling for points and make your decision that way. It's very difficult, and we've seen it, whether it's in a single game week or in a double game week, to feel a degree of certainty about whether players will play and Time and again, this has happened. We've tried to factor in everything. And the people we thought definitely wouldn't play did play. And then the people that we thought would definitely play didn't play. So, you know, at this end of the season, whether it's, you know, 37 or 38, it's really tough because you can start to see rotation anyway. So look at what week shapes up best for the majority, the greater percentage of your team, and I would just go with that one. Roll with it. Nice one. Thanks, Kelly. Um, Marzi, Dave's um, arrogant cat from Burnley was um, asking his second question, whilst you try and get hold of uh, Gladiola re-KDB. Re, uh, um, best captain this weekend, so um, we'll be getting to our captain picks later on, but um, Dave sums it up in his unique way. Um, the, he was going for McNeil, Belgian McNeil, Egyptian McNeil, tall, sulky French McNeil, or Spanish McNeil. So, um, Marzi, who are you going for up on that bunch? Well, I of said McNeils? there was only one McNeil. I said there was only one McNeil, but he let us down on Sunday. Uh, that's Dwight. Um, honestly, um, it really de- depends. I mean, I think uh, Belgian McNeil is a great option against Watford at home. Could potentially be his last game if you want a differ- differential punt. Uh, but you can't look beyond uh, the City English McNeil. I think. <laughs> yeah. I can't not. look. Be- you can't look. Be- Unfortunately, you cannot look beyond City. Yeah, at we'd home like to be able night. to. Look- we'd like to be able to look away from them, but I'll, we can't. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, Mersey FBL El Clasico was asking about. He said he'll free hit in game week 38, so this team is only for game week 37. This move. He's interested in Hazard versus Watford, um, Pogba and Rashford against Huddersfield, and Siggy and Digne against Burnley. Um, hits are fine by him. You can sell Ericsson, Son, Klasnach, Vardy for them. Um, which of my transfer targets would you prioritize? 
advertise and which of the ones I own you wouldn't sell. So between Ericsson, Son, Kolasinac and Vardy, you probably wouldn't sell Vardy. Um, not, not, um, yeah, Vardy. Uh, it, I prioritise Kolasinac and Ericsson, really. Yeah, I would say Ericsson and Kolasinac. Yeah, same. And get, get like, uh, I think Dinier and Kolasinac must be very similar in price. And they what, are. I think Dinier might only be like maybe 0.1 more. Or yeah. maybe the same price. Very close. I was, close. I was anyway. trying to see if you can get from Ericsson to Hazard. Unless you go Ericsson, Kolasinac to Hazard plus a, a cheap defender. Uh, but I like all his options. You know, he's just mentioned Hazard versus Watford and you've got Everton playing uh, versus Burnley at home. I think it's a Friday night fixture as well. Um, and then you've got like, um, you know, uh, 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 he mentioned another team, uh, Sterling, I think it was. So all, all the right options. Yeah. Great. It, all good moves. I would say, again, it depends on your position, you know, league, mini-league, uh, or uh, if you want a different differential punt. Because I think Hazard at this stage is a differential punt. Because most of them, something. well, is most people have a, a midfield of Spurs and City, plus Liverpool. Because they're just coming out of the wild card. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, we, I, I, last week I got rid of Ericsson and KDB for Siggy and Sterling. Now, neither of them returned anything. Um, in that week, but then not, I mean KDB was injured and Ericsson didn't deliver anything anyway, um, and I was very happy with that combination because it covered Sterling, but it also gave me someone different. Um, yeah. And I think that I, I still like Siggy as as an option, so I'm I'm happy I brought him in and hoping that he delivers something for me in return, since the alternative Babble did. But um, I think that you can't really go far wrong with those options that you're looking at. So mm. um, look at what combination will fit in your team. But I, I definitely think that it's it's Kolasinac and Ericsson are the, the, the issue areas for me. And there are between the, the teams you've just listed and the options you've just listed, really viable candidates, almost any of them. So see what fits. Nice one. And um, Jimmy McEnshee's. Um, Marzi, yep. I actually I'll give this to you, Kylie. Here, um, I can get Hazard or Pogba. Um, no other Chelsea or United players. Which one are either? So, um, we kind of discussed Pogba a decent bit, and we discussed Hazard as being a really good shout against Watford. Um, I'm biased. But, uh, I don't like camels. Well, I do. They're really cute, but Pogba's not one of them. Um, I would go for Hazard. I think nice. that I like Hazard against Watford. If you can afford him, I think he's quite a luxury move at the moment because a lot of people have Sterling, they have Mane, you know, people have tried to bring in Salah. There's all of these kind of options. And so Hazard's probably a bit too rich for for many to bring in. Mm. Um, And he's one of the ones that I really, I would love to be able to fit in this week. Especially if you have have Sterling, it's kind of hard to fit Sterling and Hazard in. Pope is a lot more fittable, but um, but but if you can afford yeah, Hazard, I Hazard, he has days, been. Yeah. Um, is that match at home? That's my big question. It is at home. It right? is at home. Yes. Yeah. His last could be his last home game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I think he could be a really great shot. Could indeed. It could be a nice um, swan song for him if he is off yeah. during the summer. Um, the uh, which Game of Thrones character would make the best best Premier um, Premier League manager? His money is on Varys um, Spider. So, what do you think, uh, uh, Carly? Who, which which of the characters would you Varys? Yeah. Oh, I think, I think there's, there's 
Cersei would actually make a decent one. Yeah. I no, think you now, wouldn't trust her. She, I think she knows now, she's like sitting there watching everybody fight or something like that. Like, I think that Sansa is the dark horse. Now, back in the day, no, she was a bit useless, but she's smart and she's, you know, she watches everything. I think she could be a sneaky dark horse. She um, could be, yeah. She could be the Guardiola of um, of it all. Just sitting yeah, back they wouldn't see her coming. The, um, I, my, my money would be on the best the best Premier League manager is, of course, Big Jurgen Klopp. And so I would think that Jon Snow is basically Jurgen Klopp. He's the nicest. Everyone, all of his players want to play for him, want to fight for him. But, sure, um, yeah, he, but he, 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 he has a bit of a tendency to, I have a bit of a fear that both of them could get a stab in the back at the end, yeah. I call oh, time is, on this I question. Mean, I call time. Let's, let's move on. Okay, I've just one thing here to say. You can't. There's no way, Jon Snow. Seriously, this is a guy who thinks that he can go and kill immortal people by running around after them with his sword. Okay, seriously, no. He doesn't do. He doesn't do a bad off. job of it, Kylie. All right, we'll he, move he on. He needed to practice his cardio because he looked a bit tired. <laughs> he did look a bit tired. It was a bit of a pathetic attempt. It was flying around in the here for an hour and basically yeah. um, getting lost, bumping into people uh, and the then just basically is... hi- hiding yeah. behind a wall for, for 15 minutes and not even not even doing anything. I don't know. It was pathetic yeah. really from Jon Snow. To none, J.A. Um, to the... I apologise. This yeah, is just yeah, a technical okay. hitch. Margie, <laughs> uh, uh, Prashant Tawari was asking about um, the Lucas Arsan basically shout, so which which one to get rid of? Um, there we we covered off that in our Spurs section. Well, so, I don't think we mentioned we Lucas. Here. Well, yeah, he basically uh, in Lucas, the same the scenario. Be selling Lucas. I think I he's think... more likely to get rested personally because yeah. yeah, he's played yeah. a lot, and he has the pace Lucas. to kind of hopefully They're trouble needed. Ajax in yeah. second leg. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, actually a few city questions grouped together here, folks. So, uh, Marzi, um, I'll let you get get your um, anti-Game of Thrones angst out on this. Um, uh, FBL Cartel was wondering about we're taking hits for City. So um, as, you know, they are obviously the team, the, the form team in the league. Um, they just win, win, win. Um, and this is their motivation for the rest of the season, obviously, is the league. So um, what's your thinking on taking hits for City players for those people who may only have, say, two City players um, who would you be taking hits for among the City players? Options? Yeah, you can take a hit for Aguero, you can take a hit for Sterling. Those are the two that I would say. Um, but I mean, look, right now, I'll, if I can't afford Sterling, I'll probably go for Sane because I think he'll play. I think he's made enough difference and I think he's been, he's resting. And let's be honest, they don't have Champions League to worry about. So, And the cup is too far away. There's nothing wrong with taking hits. I took a hit last week to bring in Mane and Salah, uh, so Mane alongside Salah, and it worked, right? So there's nothing mm. wrong, and I think they will deliver over the two, next two games. I, I expect goals. Um, I just wouldn't take a hit for a defender because uh, the maximum they're going to get is a clean sheet. So that's six. So what's what's the two points? What, what's that going to do? Unless Laporte goes goes and scores. So if you're going to take a hit, make sure it's for one, somebody that that is explosive. And Aguero's record at home is best you yeah. know, second to none. Um, um, J- Jeremiah Johnson was actually wondering about the, um, the 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 shout basically about the golden boot implications. Um, yeah. Is Aguero a better captaincy choice now that he's trying to make that make up the ground? Of course, on Liverpool Liverpool's Mo Salah. 
Aguero is well, would be my number one choice captain this week anyway when we talk about captains. Yeah. I mean, he's playing at home on Monday night mm. fixture. Uh, again, no, no, no midweek game. So they just have those games. And they're playing an attacking team. Like Leicester they are will, playing an attacking team. Attack. A team that, that can't appeals. defend either. Let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's our a hopes, super shot. Don, our hopes are resting with Schmeichel Jr. Schmeichel <laughs> yeah, Jr. has... Chilwell, um, Maguire, Wes Morgan, Johnny Evans, and Pirella. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, apparently, Schmeichel <laughs> has averaged, like, two goals conceded, minimum two goals every time he's played. I just hope he finishes 3-3 with a hat-trick from Aguero. I'll be very happy with that. I'm, I'm fine with that. Uh, uh, no, anyway, yeah. Joe, listen, I think, yes, the golden, absolutely, the golden goal will be in the back of, the golden boot will be back of Mane players. You saw it in the Huddersfield game. As yeah, soon as Liverpool really went 2-3 yes. up, Mane and Salah were just shooting from everywhere. They're greedy good. They were good. They weren't <laughs> There's one cross where they both went for the same header. Mm. You know, it, 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 these are players, they, they want to. Of course, between they are so competitive. That's why they're the best. Yes, yeah. the team comes first, and that's why, for example, Milner took the penalty where against um, who was it that we beat um, I can't, the game we played last? Where Milner took the penalty, Salah wanted it. Milner, uh, Cardiff, Milner's like, well, no, I'm the penalty taker, and it wasn't secure yet. It was only one nil, so we needed to be safe. Now, had it been four nil, there's no way Salah would have given that up. So yes, yeah. it's in the back of their mind. So you want those explosive players, you want those players fighting for the golden. Uh, um, Marzi, what would you be thinking on Salah to Sterling? Um, we got asked as one of our listener questions came in was uh, for the last two game weeks, who would you fancy between Salah and Sterling, or is it basically a kind of toss up between the two? Look, I think they, I think it's a toss up. I think Sterling could be more explosive because of the way City play. Sterling, they just you know down the wings, put it put it in the box. Sterling taps it in. Salah's more of the he will get you a, a, a wonder goal or two. Um, if I, have I wouldn't choose, move from one to the other, though. No, I wouldn't move. If I had to choose, it would be Sterling because I think he can. he's one of those that can just suddenly become explosive. But he has this habit of going quiet, quiet, then explosive. Quiet, quiet, then explosive. Yeah. If you look at I like stats, the stats... I like the Salah-Mane uh, um, double-up because Mane is pretty much matching Salah. Not quite this past game week, obviously, yeah. but most game weeks he does kind of match him. So um, that's probably my combo. Um, and it is but I, do, I really do think that um, Salah and Sterling are both fantastic options at the moment. They're the difficult two best midfield options. In, yeah, difficult to bring in if you don't have them already. Mm, yeah. But uh, what I would say, I, I think it's very hard to split them if you're br- looking to bring one in, right? Um, yeah. And I, I think said, you just kind of yeah. go with that there. But I, I would not move from one of them to the other. No, not I think Salah it's a sideway for Sterling move. or vice versa. I think it's a sideways move because you're really hoping that Sterling gets you another 21-pointer yeah. and Salah goes quiet. But I do believe that... It'd be the other way around, C- yeah. I do believe that if one of the teams is going to be explosive in the last two games, versus, so if you look at Liverpool and City, I can see Liverpool, for example, winning 1-0, 2-0, where City can easily go 4-0, 4-0 in both games, for example. In that, which is why I would say Sterling. But I agree with you, I wouldn't move sideways. Uh, Kylie, FBL Ego was wondering, um, really a defensive change at this stage of the season. He's no real fires to put out, but um, doesn't feel the need to meddle. Um, he's wondering whether to stick it out with his Brighton, Wolves, Southampton and Liverpool backline. Uh, for me, as I mentioned earlier on, it's really a case of um, if I had that, I would be getting rid of my fifth defender and just try to strengthen one of my starting positions or even my first sub position. 
Um, what do you think, Heidi? you agree with me on that one? Well, I'm actually pretty happy with my team, with the exception of Monreal, who I'm looking to move on. So I am thinking that this week I'm going to go left of centre and I'm going to move him for um, PVA, Mr. Van Arnholt, uh, in the hopes mm. that he he does an 18-pointer in game week 38 like last year. Um, they have nice fixtures. The next one is particularly good and I think they're away, which is typically – yeah, they're away uh, against Cardiff. So mm. I'm going to bring him in. But it's something of a luxury move, I would say, because – I am quite happy with my team at the moment and it's really the only spot that's that's kind of niggling. I think mm. if you're not in that situation um, and you don't want to bring in that kind of a defender or punt and you want the money elsewhere, then, yeah, I mean, you that you don't really need to go changing your whole defence if, if you've got a workable defence that can yeah. carry you through the next two games. Two games, exactly, yeah. It's, uh, defenders, generally, it's nicer and, and if it's a bit I, more yeah. of a long-term shout. And to reiterate what Mars had said, I, I definitely would not be taking a hit involving a defender at this stage. I think hits need to be reserved for high-ceiling attacking players. players. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, the Let me see here. We have Andre L. Marzi was um, actually, the, the, we pretty much covered this one on. He's wondering about his Spurs assets, Son and Ericsson and Firmino. Um, he had a great, great game week, uh, 113 points. So well done, Andre. Great work there. Um, he's, uh, I say Firmino will be fine. I, I think he'll play. I think there was news week. to that effect. Um, yeah, and Son and Ericsson, we have we have discussed Spurs options earlier on. So hopefully you got some value from there, Andre. Um, Marzi, Matt Williams was wondering a best player to target for the last two game weeks. Um, he's looking for kind of budget players, I guess. Um, defenders, well, not even budget. Defenders under five and a half. Midfield or midfielders under nine, and forwards under eight. So, um, what what would be your favourite players in them kind of price brackets, Mersey, um, at each position? Dinier would be one I would look at. I believe he's under five and a half. Yeah, he is. In yeah. fact, I think he Trent is, is yep. still uh, Trent is still under five and a half. Um, if you really want to upset so, yeah. Kylie and go punty, you can go with a United defender under 5.5. Mm. Um, midfielders under 8. I think Dinye and, I think Dinye and um, Trent are great options. PVA is 5.5 as well. So yeah. I think there's a few few. He was looking at, um, I know he was looking at Shaw um, or Pogba was... His midfield consideration, but he's also looking at Shaw or a Palace player such as um, AWB or Zaha, or as you mentioned, um, PVA. Um, PVA is a good yeah. shout. He has uh, pedigree and he's um, definitely good fixtures, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nice if want, one. If you want an Uber differential, you know, last two games, I really like Ruben Loftus Cheek from Chelsea. Really, really like him, actually. Um, he scores, he's playing. So, again, if you're looking for somebody cheap, he's, um, he's one that I would keep an eye on. Yeah, no, good stuff. David or Dave's Dave's arrogant cat. Um, Dave, another question was: uh, Will Kevin DeSigno play against Leicester? Can you get back to me? Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> we, we'll we'll get on to Pep and we'll find out what's going on. Um, the let me see what are the ones have we got here? Just a quick couple of ones. Uh, Mersey question from Jeff, um, and he was asking about Liverpool whether or not. 
we you prefer the Liverpool attack, so triple up basically in the attacking options, or would you rather to kind of invest more of your Liverpool money in defence? So basically, he's wondering where are we going to win the league via two attacking oh. blowouts or two <laughs> defensive holdouts? Yeah, yeah, you lot are as bad as the City account trying to twirl. I'll, I'll laugh so much. If, I'll, I'm keeping that tweet. For the city, did you see the city account tweet? Yeah, about the, no, oh, the fine know. margins one. Yeah, oh, yeah. part of me thinks it's, it's, it's part of me thinks it's brilliant banter, but you banter that after you win the league. Just wait. Yeah, you know? not like, before. Wait, because Don't you, you could backfire. Um, listen, I'm, I've, I've always said I'll always go attacking, and I spent my money on attacking players. But to be honest, I mean, Robo's the highest scoring player I believe in the game, or definitely defender. So, highest ever scoring defender. I think he's the first ever, ever to hit 200. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, honestly, it's uh, cover your bases. Go to two, two plus one. So either two defenders plus a midfielder or two midfielders plus a defender. You can you can't go wrong with any of those four. Even even add Van Dijk because he could come in with a with with a header once in a while. So Salah, Mane, Robo, Trent, or Van Dijk. Just take your pick. They will all play. They will play the last two games and um, they will return. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Jeremiah Johnson was asking, um, I think this is pretty much the last listener question we'll get to because we need to kick on to our captain discussions. Um, he was basically asking about the highest and lowest game week ranks of the season. Um, his is 7, 3, 7, 9, game week 33, 91 points, and 5.8 million in game week 18 with 25 points. Um, we might actually touch on that one, Jeremiah. Next week, we will be having our um, our annual Amigos party, end of party, season parties. Party. So, yeah, so we might we might tie them into the discussion to do with the, um, the highs and lows of the season. Um, but uh, you certainly have experienced highs and lows there. Uh, folks, we move on to our captain picks. Um, as always, on the Three Amigos, we have our bold win and our Barlow captain picks. So um, our Barlow is our basically boring captain pick if you're, you're, um, you just want to play it safe and you maybe want to protect the lead. Um, but your bold win captain pick is your boldy one. So um, if, you, if you're feeling a bit frisky or you need to make up ground on a, on a mini rival, um, so I'll come to you first, Kylie. Um, looking at game week 37, who is looking to be your Baldwin and who's looking to be your Barlow? So for me this week, the safe but never boring, because how could he be, pick would be Aguero at home. I have both Aguero and Sterling, so I guess I, I will be weighing up between those two. I'm probably leaning towards Aguero, uh, but either of them I think would be a great pick there. Um in terms of the risky pick, I'm looking at this and it's a bit tricky because I think a lot of the players that I have I wouldn't necessarily consider too risky. But uh, another man that's in fairly decent form, he's playing at home against Fulham, is Jota. And so I might stick it on him. Mm. I won't. It's going to go on Aguero. But as a risky pick, he might be the one outside the box. Yeah, and uh, how about yourself, Marzi? I know you uh, mentioned earlier on your, your, your Barlow is Aguero, but, um, and I'm sure for the reasons mentioned, but um, who would be looking at for your Baldwin pick, your risky one? Yeah, for me, it's just, honestly, I'm not even going to double think it. I'm putting on Aguero, although part of me, the Liverpool part of me, hopes he either gets a hat-trick in a 3-3 draw or he completely flops and City lose. Um, I would love to do what you're doing, Don, and just go Vardy, but I don't have him, so I'll probably go Aguero. 
as the safe option. Or if you have if you have Sterling and you don't have Aguero, then you can definitely go with uh, with him. And uh, Pun uh, Jimenez against Fulham. Aguero is a great shout against Leicester, and and even Mane against Newcastle. I he's my Liverpool attacking representation, and I wouldn't mind even just leaving on him and just basically letting my heart rule my head. That's all we've got time for on tonight's podcast. Um, so um, thanks all of our listeners for for tuning in, and thanks to you, Kylie, and thanks to you, Marzi, for um for a great FBL chat as always. Um, please do like, share, and rate our podcast on iTunes and of course on social media as we really appreciate it. Um, best of luck to you in Game Week 37. Adios, amigos. One for each other and all for one. Suffering brave amigos are we. Brother to brother and everyone. A brave amigo. Yeah.